What is up, everyone? Welcome to episode number six of Worldcast. We have Aditya Swami Nathan here from Kill the King. They recently debuted with their uh, first song in 2020. That was last year. That was called "In the Name of Culture," and uh, with a new single in 2021, which is called "Regicide." And me and Rahul were having a discussion whether it's regicide or regicide. We were quite confused. So Swami can probably clear that up for us. But <laughs> yeah, so Swami is the lead guitarist and the founding member of Kill the King. And let's dive into getting to know Swami. I mean, we know him, but <laughs> for the others. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me over, dude. I would. Uh, and to answer your question, it's uh, regicide. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. So I, I when Rahul was saying something else. <laughs> yeah, I was saying regicide. <laughs> yeah. And then we took the help of Google and uh, that like AI helped us and it, it was regicide. But now yeah. it's confirmed. <laughs> what, what does it mean actually? So regicide basically means to kill the king. So we had earlier thought of the band name as regicide. But uh, sadly, it was taken. Uh, there's a Bangalore band, death metal band called Regicide, and uh, we were a bit late to pick up on the name. But we just ended up naming it Kill the King because Regicide, li- like literally translated, means Kill the King. I did not know that, but that's so awesome. But yeah, I mean, you you can still take up that name. I mean, I love Kill the King, the name Kill the King. But Regicide is also available. You know, you can just. Take that up, and whoever <laughs> can compete with them, <laughs> yeah, but whoever prevails gets to keep the name. Yeah, but now we've established ourselves as Kill the King, so yeah, worked. definitely, man. Yeah, the, we, we are still I've grown on me as well over, over the time. So, so but uh, so regicide and kill the king, kill the king, they mean the same thing. So, which is this king that you are going, that you are after? Who do you want to kill, man? Right. Okay. So, um, I might have to choose my words wisely here when I describe this. I mean, not that it's gonna blow up into public or anything, but Don't basically, it, the idea of our band was born uh, a couple of years back when band bandmate Rishikesh and I uh, we used to. Uh, we used to listen to the same kind of thrash metal over the years. He was my uh, school friend, and uh, we just used to like you know chill and discuss about like you know we should make a thrash metal album with like you know uh, all the songs speaking specifically about all the fucked up aspects of our country and all of that. So that is basically like the theme of our uh, first album, which we're working on. So it basically every song is uh, represents like you know uh, one fucked up uh, part of like you know whatever India is made of. So you could take uh, King as anything, be it uh, authority, be it uh, patriarchy, or like you know the government. So it it's it it represents multiple entities, but yeah, that's basically who. Uh, king means in our band name. Got it, man. So, are you? Um, just a quick question to follow that beautiful description. So, by channeling your songs against the um, <coughs> king, are you focusing then more towards sort of anarchy? Is that what's the idea behind this engine? Uh, well, Because... not exactly anarchy, but 
like you know just basically uh, questioning things about their authenticity or like you know calling out on uh, injustice or like basically like literally what thrash metal in general stands for right. but it's not entirely anarchy because like obviously we do believe in certain systems and we do believe in like we're not against like you know something outright it's not like we're outright against the government or outright against religion for example when it comes to government it's more to do with stuff like corruption or like mismanagement or just abuse of power or if it comes to uh, women safety or something like these these are some a few things which we talk about in our songs like if we, even if we talk about religion we have nothing against religion but it's more to do with religious extremism where like you know people kill in the name of like culture and religion and stuff so it's it's not it's not entirely like you know we are fuck everything fuck the world we're against everything or something like that it's more just like you know calling out shit that needs to be called awesome so it's a very constructive uh, ideology that you're based on but uh, i was asking regarding anarchy because that was the name of your first band if i oh, yeah that, yeah <laughs> the first rap metal band i played for yeah that 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 we we i think we pretty much named it anarchy because it first of all sounds very cool and weirdly enough there is no there was no band named anarchy anywhere there was one band named anarchy in egypt like way back or something like based on whatever research we did back then so and, you actually uh, did some research you actually do some research before <laughs> finalizing your band name that is awesome oh yeah because we need to, we need to take that like, example up <laughs> yeah because we're living in a day and age where like you know stuff like seos matter a lot and like you know you need to have names i mean not that kill the king if you search for it like our band is the first thing that's going to pop up because there are songs by megadeth and uh, do and all of these people which are called kill the king annihilator has a band a uh, name called uh, a song name called kill the king and stuff but yeah like this this kill the king thing we didn't really like you know think too much uh, about it because we were kind of hellbent on uh, like you know the whole regicide name and like you know what uh, how how representative the name would be for what the band stands for and stuff so i mean in that aspect we were like okay fine fuck it we'll just like name kill the king and stuff but okay. yeah we did look up uh, a lot before naming it ki koi aur band hai kya uh, is there any active band or something because there actually was a hardcore band in uk called kill the king sometime back and thankfully they are disbanded so <laughs> <laughs> oh no saving <laughs> way for the new artists yeah abhi yeah. <laughs> are actually hoping for uh, the swedish death metal band to disband as well they are called warfare <laughs> oh damn okay <laughs> there was some issue while uploading the song on spotify and we was like having some troubles in like keeping the name because there were three or four artists uh, yeah as it started with warcry and some was uh, some were like war and then space cry and then uh, what oh, at the end what put the name in caps letter is that what you did so that is usually not uh, accepted but we were lucky but what i did was <laughs> i put it in caps and i ended with the exclamation are <laughs> va <laughs> like literally literally a war cry <laughs> awesome 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 uh i think rahul you had uh, the chance to cover one of the songs right regicide yes. i believe yes yes so uh, uh regicide was uh, released like a couple of months back and 
when i first heard it from, right from the first uh, riff and till the very end of this song it was it was a complete thrash metal and a lot of like it en- encapsulates a lot of different subgenres of metal and i really liked uh, the stuff which i really liked about that song was the whole 6 minutes it gives a complete spectrum of what metal is about uh, starting from the riffs drums vocals i really, really love the structure and the solo the solo is a long one here and kudos to the efforts you made on the solo it's great and thank you so much bro and the and my favorite favorite part was the bridge section which uh, then leads to the solo and i decided well it would be a good workout for me and also it i will have a great time covering it so i gave it an gave it an attempt and yeah i recorded it it was it was fun to listen to and it was really fun to record as well so by workout you mean like working out by listening to it or by the act of playing the drums that is the workout well in this case it's the act of playing the drums especially uh, with the feet uh, all those staccato uh, bass drum patterns which are there that really helped me in like uh, brushing up those uh, patterns which i earlier used to work on a lot and since like last two or three months i did not get much opportunity but through this song it like i got in the habit of again practicing those and it also served as an advantage and yeah so basically hey, it was a Swami, great workout <laughs> you're giving workouts to drummers all over the india man that's brilliant i am glad to hear that dude no i really enjoyed watching the cover dude like i mean needless to say it was fantastic and it it, re- it really feels good that like you know you thought it was good enough to like actually learn it and cover it and stuff so like cheers to that dude it's excellent and thanks to you to, uh, to you and your band for creating it because we need <laughs> we need bands like you you guys and who are very much committed to make songs really good to compose really well and put all your effort and influences into what you create so that's very commendable thank you so much bro so how was the songwriting process i think uh, you showed us some of the demos if i'm not uh, wrong uh, in the Like, yeah, we were the first your... exclusive listeners of uh, some of the riffs from. We were right. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you were, dude. Yeah, like back, <laughs> awesome. Back then, uh, so, uh, like the writing process right now is a lot more different than what it was earlier. But because like uh, the idea of this band was there since like you know 2016 and stuff. So that's quite a long back. But oh wow. Uh, yeah, and all that time we basically just like you know. just talked about it and never really materialized it because i also left for jaipur we are not in the same city and stuff and he was also in bombay so we just used to talk about it and back then whatever we had it was basically just like a couple of riffs put together and we just like you know put up put put together like a song or barely a song and a half so uh, as of now it's like most of the songs um, it's pretty much like you know me if i have some kind of an idea or it's like all of it is basically like born just from one small riff or one small idea and it that riff could be like you know a part of anything like any any riff you just randomly come up with it's going to be like you can write off the bat say that okay it's some kind of a verse riff or a chorus riff or a breakdown riff or some intro riff so yeah yeah so from one that one riff it's like the entire song is constructed around that one idea so i i pretty much it's it's kind of weird like if if i sit today and be like okay yeah i'm going to like record a song or something it 
almost always never happens because uh <laughs> like if i try to force something i'm just going to like sit for hours and come up with nothing but if i have like one good idea which comes in my head as like okay cool let me try and work on this and that snowballs into me just like putting together a demo like in the same day and just like wrapping up the song and of course rishi also sends me like you know his riffs and his ideas and stuff which he has or and we make changes after uh, like you know the first draft of the demo is complete so and by the end there's basically not too many changes made because by the end of that it's like almost 90% done in itself so yeah we just exchange ideas online send riffs to each other and i just like sit and like wrap up the demo in the same day and just like you know call it so i that. observed uh, that uh, swami uh, that you whenever you get to work you you finish it in the same day you might start it very late but whenever you start it you finish it the same day and i i can never figure it out like how you are able to do that <laughs> because we work in the totally opposite way <laughs> like we work on songs for like months on end and still they don't get wrapped up but uh, you have this uh, amazing talent of closing up uh, your uh, songs really quick how are you able to do that i i honestly don't know bro because like if if you look at it like you know this way where uh i put together a demo in one day and for like you know a, a couple of weeks after that or months after that there is nothing it's all a dry spell so if you look at it this way it's like i i wrap up one demo in a day and for the next month month and a half there's nothing and you guys like sit for a couple of months and sit like put together one song so it's basically kind of on the same page but yeah man right. i guess that's that's probably uh, that's i guess what comes uh, naturally to me ki like if if i'm feeling very good about one particular idea that feeling just starts translating into the rest of the song and i i'm glad that it's that way because like once i get into the zone i am like okay fuck i i just need to like sit the entire day and finish the guitars drums and put together a very basic instrumental demo and like it just snowballs basically in just so we clear his his basic standard is way beyond anyone's <laughs> yeah. normal basic standard <laughs> so you yeah, basically like complete end. one song and then you uh, allow your band to chip uh, chip in and pitch in whatever ideas they have so they have like a starting point which is really great yeah pretty much yeah and so be, i mean it's it's like majority of the composing uh, you know be it guitars or even for uh, i mean drums though obviously i sit with akash and like you know after the demo is done i i lay down like a, a basic beat of like you know what i feel would go on the riffs so that he gets like you know a, a skeleton to work with ki okay this particular section of the song requires this kind of a beat or this kind of a vibe so from there on obviously like it's his four day to like you know build up on that basic idea which i get so mm-hmm. pretty much composing wise uh, even for the drums it's like you know more based on the basic idea which i put forward because obviously like it, it's not always that like you know ki mujhe agar maine ye banaya to yahi chahiye but because in a lot of cases uh, he also like you know puts in something completely fresh which uh, is totally different from what i had imagined but a lot better than what i had imagined so that obviously like goes on record but 
yeah man like that's that's pretty much how it goes like i put together like a basic structure of the whole song and send it across to people and they like you know work uske aage on top of that i love that you actually lay down a track and send that so that uh the drummer he is not completely uh, ha- it's not like he has no idea where to start from and uh, that communication is happening through the drum track you have made so in our case we we instead of doing that because i'm very lazy <laughs> i don't write i don't program the drums i just i just yeah. uh, uh talk to rahul and i <laughs> communicate it to him and then he's some confusing to... sign languages and whatsapp <laughs> voice notes <laughs> and this is really onga onga bonga conversation going on over there <laughs> totally <laughs> and then rahul is able to figure out something out of that and then he comes up with some brilliant stuff but uh, mm-hmm. yeah that communication part is very important uh, before commencing before uh, you have someone who actually takes on uh the responsibility of taking the song forward from an uh, different uh, instrument with a dif- different instrument so that is brilliant and uh, uh i just saw that ayush has also joined so let me just <laughs> welcome ayush to the podcast hey ayush what is up uh, your hey ayush uh, hey guys what's up tomaris is here are yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm stopping myself from fan bunk okay come on continue <laughs> <laughs> so uh how's uh, like uh, i think you guys were doing uh, uh, some class or some theory sessions or something uh, ayush and swami yeah we did and then swami blew my mind and i was like fuck it i can't do it or oh, <laughs> hey ayush like ayush is facing some technical difficulties <laughs> never mind it keeps on happening <laughs> yeah you take a second and you fix that and uh, communication i wanted to, <laughs> yeah communication like so i was going to ask you about the vocals like uh, was it like you just sent the song after you know making the demo uh, and uh, he was able to write the lyrics or did, did you have a active role in that aspect as well <laughs> okay you are not audible again some technical difficulty <laughs> ओरिकलिकलिकलिकलिकलिकलिकलिकलिकलिकलिकलिकलिकलिकलिकलिकलिकलिकलिकलिकलिकलिकलिकलिकलिकलिकलिकलिकलिकलिकलिकलिकलि
like in place so yeah that that basically 90% of it comes from me and rishikesh uh, for like you know what people are supposed to do got it man that's that's awesome that uh, that sort of a structure is in place so that you can become a songwriting machine <laughs> very that efficient really machine yeah like actually yeah very efficient actually because we are trying to create a sort of a machine with our uh, writing process as well that term <laughs> gets thrown around a lot the machine term yeah but, but it it's necessary dude like it it helps a lot and it it makes things very efficient like you know to just get keep the ball rolling because uh, if certain things are not defined it's like uh, you end up waiting out on other people to send in what the you expect them to or rather like you know want them to and in a lot of cases they don't even know that they are expected to deliver something like this and it, it's happened a couple of times in the uh, past band which i've played it with and that that again yeah halaku and yeah mainly halaku <laughs> <laughs> i so, remember you were i think i i can say it on podcast right you were quite pissed off with them i think if i'm not wrong i mean not exactly pissed off i just i don't know i was just fe- uh, a little out of place i guess i don't know it was i mean it was all in the past and i was a lot more uh, immature as a musician and a person as well and i guess a lot of that had to do with the fact that like you know i suddenly started playing with this quite popular well known band and stuff and that also had this kind of uh like a kind of a weight on my shoulders ki like okay shit the performance anxiety basically came in okay uh, at that time suddenly that, feeling more responsible for everything yeah exactly and then again it comes down to like you know the communication aspect of it where uh i wasn't entirely comfortable with like you know putting forward my concerns or like thoughts or even if i had to like you know go against something which i didn't feel was okay or which worked or something i i just like let it slide being like okay fine whatever it's it's i think it is what have, it is or something identif- like that. i think we have identified the king <laughs> you're trying to <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> nothing really to do with that but uh, yeah awesome <laughs> pretty much awesome man so halaku you joined when you were how old uh, uh when i was i guess 18 19 this was back in 2016 okay. so yeah i was 19 at that time and the other guys were like uh, above yeah, they were all pre- pretty old around like 28 30 oh, and yeah so i mean that that factor was also like you know it it initially wasn't such a big deal because like i mean whatever we're all here to do something which doesn't really uh matter how old you are but sure. then when and when things come down to like you know communicating and stuff again like even this factor was kind of a big role where i used to feel like okay fuck i'm like you know, i'm i'm probably way too young to like you know say given stuff dates. or like to, yeah i mean not exactly inputs but like mainly like you know uh speak up and go against what uh i felt was like you know not okay or not right or whatever but 
I mean, I no, no, no bad blood or anything because things did end up in uh, on decent terms. But and I also kind of felt bad because like all of them, they were based here in Pune and Bombay. So if there were some shows or something, also for them, it was kind quite easy to like coordinate and stuff because Pune Bombay is like quite yeah. close by to each other. But I was in Jaipur and there were a couple of gigs I also had to cancel out on because uh, of exams or whatever because I had just started off. my first year that time so even i felt like okay this isn't really doing justice to the band as well so that's that's when i decided to call it quits awesome man so you in this story i have i observed that there was a lot of focus on the communication side of things and if that is not on point then uh, things don't work out usually absolutely bro because like see it, i mean you you guys also obviously know like your bandmates it's just not enough to be bandmates you need to be good friends you need to be close with each other and you need to be comfortable enough to like you know talk to each other transparently and if like you know just put stuff out there if if say rahul i don't know fucks up while playing a lot of times in jam or comes unprepared or something like you guys won't think twice before speaking out and be like bro come on you were supposed to prepare i mean it's just an example but like you guys would obviously voice your concerns and be like okay bro this was supposed to be uh, a homework that was supposed to be done and is not done and stuff so all of that is also very important in being in a band because you can't if you want things to work efficiently and you want to do justice to what project you're working on it has to be like honest and transparent yeah. so yeah that that basically wasn't there back during the halaku days everyone was not on the same page but that is very important to be on the basically same page. yeah even like commitment wise and with so uh, i want to briefly take this to uh, back to your current band akil the king and yeah. why don't you tell us what the grand vision is with kill the king say you do kill the king but <laughs> <laughs> what else <laughs> <laughs> bro okay so i barely enough uh the king isn't going to be dead anytime soon or at least till the time we stop living because there's always going to be something or the other to talk about about this world like obviously like this project right now it it stemmed from an idea that we wanted to make tracks based on um, whatever is happening in our country and each song is assigned a particular theme on these uh issues so it's there all social issues there political issues and like everything that is going on with our country but obviously that's very uh uh it's it's only for this particular album which is coming out and the next will obviously have like a completely different it will be on similar territory but it i don't know it might have some sort of a fictional story based on uh, real life situations and stuff which is also going to be like you know uh, relevant like something which people can relate to because they see it happening on a daily basis and yeah stuff like that so in the grand scheme i mean i haven't really thought that far ahead because uh, as of now we're literally just focusing on uh, putting this album out and right. uh, Yeah man but yeah it's it's obviously a long time pro- uh, like project and it's obviously it's it's 
something which I've been wanting to do since ages, and I finally got it online, up and running. So I intend to keep it running for as long as uh, I can. But that's so awesome that you finally got the band that you were aiming to create. Absolutely, bro. Like I'm, I'm very, very happy with this because, like, uh, when it was with Anarchy, it was a band which I joined. It was uh, like my the other guitarist in the band amit kulkarni it was his band basically like how kill the king is to me anarchy was to amit mm-hmm. so again that even that band the roles were absolutely set on stone like it was amit doing all the songwriting and the lyrics and theme and everything and we were like you know we were playing with him right. uh, in anarchy so anarchy was him and that's how kill the king is to me so i'm really happy with how uh, the songs are turning out because it's like i'm i'm putting in all the influence and all the music i've listened to since the past i don't know 15 16 years into the music which i love listening to myself so that's something yeah i mean that's that's something that makes me really happy so definitely intend to keep it going for as long as Surely, that's, that's spark is alive so to speak it'll, it'll be there it'll say for years to come i'm pretty sure <laughs> i'm pretty sure you'll be all old and all and still playing the songs yeah um, man i hope so <laughs> somewhere in bloodstock or uh, wacken or somewhere <laughs> <laughs> damn that's the dream <laughs> yeah that is the dream so uh, rahul uh, like uh, swami explained a lot of things uh, in the past two questions and Uh, I was wondering, like, what were you thinking while listening to his uh, experience till now? Yes, yes. Uh, so I gather a lot of points that um, that uh, when you when you start a band, it's like you create uh, you you have the feeling that every per- the person who is your is in your band they resonate with the same vision you have or they match the same attitude, and sometimes it doesn't turn. Uh, turn out to be correct and sometimes it does and when it does happen that you find the pe- right people then there's the unstoppable momentum which like every band or every person every musician dreams of and i i think right. swami is yeah. in a is in that particular pa- place right now where the uh, the momentum is built and now they'll keep on churning out music new uh, and they'll keep on adding value to the scene and to the genre so that is something which uh, we also are looking forward to and that is something every musician should aspire for and that was really great to hear that how he navigated to through different uh, being in different bands and understanding the dynamics and then starting out his own project and then uh, getting the people on board using their ideas and their efforts and now it's like again i'll use the word machine here because <laughs> <laughs> Machine the machine, the machine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's that's what I understood from it, and that is something which is very. So Rahul, fantastic. you your first band was Warcry, right? Yes, yes. Uh, like in terms of uh, being as a long term member, yes, it was. Awesome, awesome, <laughs> nice man. So yeah, but uh, Swam, like uh, Swami mentioned a lot about uh, having fixed roles. Yes, uh, and. like and i i believe that is very important so that things mm. can move forward and uh, hopefully any any 
musician listening to this will probably gain some very insightful points on how to actually make things happen when you have a bunch of uh, very musicians <laughs> you know, <laughs> yes, i would also like to add add on to this like in a band there are uh, like two or three people or sometimes one person who is actively trying to add a lot of ideas and the whole band should like have a discussion and should understand that that person or those two or three person are going to be in charge of the like idea generation and main composition and the rest of uh, the people would keep on chiming in with their efforts and what they could do to yeah, make everything reci- better yeah just reciprocate to what's happening in the band yeah when it comes to the composition part i <laughs> she came in with a with a tears don't fall type of delay <laughs> <laughs> I don't know man what's happening with her voice. Uh try try uh, disconnecting and coming back I think that will fix it. Okay, that will do. Yeah, awesome. So Swami like uh, how did you like I, I'm going to get to get straight to it. How did you uh is Rahul still here? Yes, yes, I am. Here. Awesome, awesome. So how did you write uh, solo for Rusted Bullets in like 2 or 3 hours while in a hot box kind of a room? <laughs> you won't believe what happened. Uh, there would there would be a video titles like explaining the process. Three dudes. <laughs> you won't you won't believe what happened in this room and what this guitar is. Oh man, oh, that, can... that room was legendary. It was there are a lot of memories that go we back should go back course. there and visit the person who is staying there and tell him everything that has happened there oh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> he will probably shift his room somewhere else or will be very proud of it too <laughs> much way. metal happening yeah man that was what like... did you guys do there man now i want to know <laughs> sausage fest bro <laughs> sausage fest and metal parties that's it <laughs> dude that was like i can just tell you that there was more gin than water <laughs> too much metal and too much alcohol. Okay. Yeah, man. And too much uh, greenery. Like oh yeah. <laughs> and it was so fun to listen to metal on uh, the monitors you had because yeah, we only used to listen to those shitty earphones which we had in college because uh, we all were broke. But we came <laughs> to your room and we actually enjoyed the songs through the monitors. Like, actually, appreciate how well they are produced. Then, plus, so, Swami did not have a annoying uh, roommate or anything like that, so we could blast. Exactly, exactly. Like, I, I, I was just done in the first two years, but by staying with other people, and I was like, fuck this. I have one more year to go. I'm gonna spend it peacefully and get my own room. So that was a very good decision I made because. we could do the shit which we did <laughs> which yes. we otherwise wouldn't have been able to do awesome <laughs> we need we need to have another episode just dedicated to the whatever happened in for uh, 403 bro yeah whatever uh, was it 403 407 i don't even remember the number i remember the geolo- geological location of that <laughs> yes same, same, same. <laughs> navigate to that place <laughs> uh, probably rahul has played a lot of beats on the Door. The main door. Oh, yeah. And when we used to call you, you uh, you used to say, "Arey, boy, I'm at the third floor. What are you doing in the room? What are you doing?" Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Even the 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 that uh, uh, terrace that was there, or the balcony, uh, from where we used to watch the stars and all, using that Star Walk app or something. That was pretty. Oh cool. right, yeah, 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 yeah. It was at the end of the corridor, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think on the fourth floor, I believe. Or third. Yep. Yep, it was on the same floor as mine. Oh right, 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 right. Yeah. So I've, I've, uh, I know what player talking about. I have been there when I visited the hostel. No, yeah. that was B one, <laughs> not B four. 
then i don't know <laughs> so but it's almost identical so you might have gotten the feel of it but not the exact yeah. place that yeah. was obviously that... i won't get the exact place and then that's to you guys i can just listen in this oh acha hua so ayush came uh, during that uh, festival time when you get bhang at 30 and <laughs> oh right all all of I these guys got shit faced yeah. so i visited the hostel and tanveer and bumble they are both <laughs> smashed as fuck and i'm waiting outside the college for them to help me get inside and guide me to their rooms and they both are clueless as to where, who am i where they have to go and i'm like okay it's it is not like they are going to take me to their rooms i have to help them get to <laughs> and in the meantime i might sneak in too the only sober person that i met that day was rahul and he was damn busy so he <laughs> rahul used to be very busy i was rahul not busy when uh, ayush called i was just about to leave the practice room and i had to take a quick shower and then i uh, went took a shower grabbed a coffee and then when i went to the room they all were like uh, uh, lying on the bed their eyes barely open and yeah. ayush was the one who greeted me and kaise bhai ye sab ye sab bola and all three of them they were like hi and then they were back to sleep they were they were very high <laughs> i was just high i mean i was just sitting there please someone come come to the room and talk to me because these guys are smart as fuck <laughs> and you guys probably slept for like 3 or 4 days uh, <laughs> and that after was that three, night 3 day of friday saturday sunday i think we mm-hmm. had it thursday night or something like that or friday morning and i do not know where those 3 days went <laughs> i have no recollection but swami did you ever adventure with uh, had any adventure with the uh, bang in our uh, college 30 yeah that was once dude like it was in the third year uh, but it wasn't really that strong or rather i guess i didn't have enough of it i was buzzed quite a bit for that day but not not like how you guys described and weirdly enough uh, most of the people who have done bang and who i've heard uh, experiences from describe it exactly like that like they're knocked out for a couple of days after doing it but i never really had that intense of an experience bro the issue is, is they did not just consume it they od'd on it Yeah. <laughs> no. I mean, they saw the opportunity and they, they just they were like, okay, we'll try. We don't know if we are going to get it ever again. Khali, khali. So, so it was a shake, man. It was like a shake. Yeah, they used to make it in the thirty and all. It was pretty tasty. Yeah, it was quite tasty. It was awesome. So, Swami, you're in Pune, right? Yeah, bro. I'm in Pune right now. Hey, a lot of my friends are in Pune actually. I want to visit sometime, uh, whenever it is possible. Are definitely bro hit me up once you're here surely man surely abhi to we are planning on going to jaipur for once and you were telling me that you have lost all rishta with the, uh, yeah bro all all ties cut with jaipur that convocation was my last oh, <laughs> I'm, yeah. done, i'm done with jaipur i guess i mean if we ever get to play a show there of course we're coming down but uh, right. apart from that i don't see myself visiting Ooh, do you guys have any shows uh, lined up in the next couple of months? Because uh, bars and pubs have opened up, and I believe shows are also starting to started to happen. So, uh, uh, are there any gigs? We actually don't have anything uh, set on stone right now, but there is this guy here in Pune who used to organize fests under the name Stormbringer. So mm-hmm. he recently, Abhi, just today only he shared a post from his Facebook memory saying he's. thinking of bringing this back are there any bands active in pune and all and 
I spoke to him and stuff. Obviously, there's nothing set on stone for now, but hopefully in the next two three months we'll have our debut show. not yet. but um, we're we're still holding off on that is there any uh, funny we, working title <laughs> uh actually no dude there was there were a couple of funny working titles for uh, the songs but even the songs all have names right now so <laughs> the album is the only thing that uh, we're yet to name it was actually supposed to be like back when we had started talking about this and all we were thinking ki we'll uh, release the album in 2020 and we'll name it super power 2020 <laughs> ironically like that that was like that was the name we had which we had decided back then but obviously we crossed 2020 and uh, now it just doesn't make any sense to mm-hmm. put it out in 2022 and be like okay so far 2020 we could ironically put it with like a question yeah, mark I mean, saying ki kya ho gaya bhai yeah but uh, i mean it, it's it's something which we have uh, shelved for a for for the time being Awesome man awesome looking forward to the album whenever you guys release it next year that'll be pretty cool will you be making series or something yeah yeah definitely bro it's going to be a proper launch we're going to have series merchandise and everything awesome so, man so so glad to see you guys are really uh bringing bringing the standard back to where it should be yeah wow. man absolutely awesome. like this is something which i have been working on since the past one year and like the composing part uh, i'm talking about so of course and uh, the songs have actually turned out pretty well so i'm i'm, I'm not going to cut cost on anything once we plan on releasing it because i want to do justice to what we have composed and like of course yeah that's the whole idea so who is uh, producing the songs so uh thankfully we as a band we have right now we are quite self sufficient when it comes to like you know the whole recording process and everything because uh, our bassist he is a senior engineer in a studio close by in pune it's called grace park audio oh wow so he's a senior engineer there so he is the one who produced regicide oh wow uh, he mixed and mastered it and we are going to stick to that same sound and he's going to be uh, doing the entire album as well so in in that case we are very fortunate to like you know have people within the band who are great musicians who we uh, resonate well with who listen to the same kind of music we do and also are like you know very resourceful But, when it comes to yeah when it comes to like you know uh, chipping in for the band because uh, like recording mixing mastering is not cheap by any means like if we need to produce an entire album of 10 tracks we're easily going to have to spend around a lakh 1.2 sure. lakhs for the entire That's the thing we are working <laughs> yeah i mean like honestly in this day and age it's it's uh i mean obviously it's it's like a double edged sword when i say this but 
trying to be as self sufficient as you can or uh, like you know makes the whole process a lot more efficient but yep. that's not to say that like you know you can like you know just do jogad your entire way and mm-hmm. expect a good output or you know a decent output by like you know just doing yes. sub jogad ke naam pe just <laughs> do anything and then expect ki okay we have not everything can be right. exactly like obviously like as much as uh as much as you can by yourself it is great to like you know uh be as self sufficient as possible but also you need to know your limits and your capabilities and not yes and hand it over to the, the people people who are excellent at doing their jobs and not like force exactly. yourself to force yourself to do something which is not on your plate Outsourcing absolutely right Absolutely, <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, if if you have the bank balance to do it, for sure, outsource everything. Sahil Makija, bro, look at this guy. Like he has been someone who has been self-sufficient since, uh, I mean, forever. His entire career, he has been like mixing, mastering his own songs with oh, DR or his that. solo album and everything. Yeah, yeah, he used to like the last two releases which he put out. I think he has uh, outsourced. the the mixing mastering and everything and that to what from fucking hurt studio in poland like oh. they they produce like bands like decapitated the yes. these bands so it's jens bogren studio right yeah 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 so mm. i mean yeah like uh it has worked for him because he has also had that skill set where he obviously spent a lot of years like you know learning the art of, and like you know getting better and mixing mastering and everything throughout the year so of course kudos to him but he was from an era where back in the early 2000s even if you put out like uh i don't know for for a death metal band if you if you're putting out like you know a, an averagely produced mix or something people wouldn't care as much because back then mm. it was just about being metal and like nobody gave two shits about like the production and everything but nowadays that shit matters like if if you people don't have a, yeah, yeah people yeah. are like people absolutely expect that like you know like people have very short attention spans to like if you yeah. need to hold their attention you need to put out a stellar product like if you it's it's become an absolute necessity to put out a good video or like you know have great production and everything majority of the people would rather click on a music video to check it out rather than like you know uh, just just a video with an album art or something where it's just the audio or something i mean uh, it's not everyone obviously but a lot of times it's like if you have these two options given in front of you it's like kind of subconsciously you tend to check out something which has like a video or something mm. people that's, actually there doing something yeah totally totally agree yeah that that stuff holds a lot of value like back a couple of years back or even decades back it was like music videos obviously they were made to have and yeah even now it is of course mm-hmm. even now it is but like you know the the idea behind putting a music video was obviously to have like you know a visual representation of what the song is and that was all a lot to do with like you know having like a story and like So the video representing the song basically but nowadays it having a music video and everything has 
a lot to do with uh, how efficiently you can market yourself as a band as well because this has become very important right now because every day there are like you know amazing sounding artists coming out and all around the world and it's very easy to get lost in a sea of like you know great artists but it's become equally hard to stand out in that sea and be like okay you know we're doing something so stuff like this matters a lot because it sets you apart a little bit from uh, people who are not doing a video so that it's it's kind of started to fall into that territory where uh, if you want to get your band noticed you need to do these certain things as well nowadays of course if you want to be taken seriously seriously exactly awesome man and uh, that so, is also what tanveer has been focusing <clears throat> for on last two or three months and he has been brainstorming a lot of marketing ideas and how to push music forward and not only just create music but to also uh, make okay. people listen to it and this is something which is uh, uh, he has also helped us in understanding and now uh, from now onwards we are we as a band and we have also started understanding the importance of this in music so yeah, yes, this is something which is very important and this podcast itself is also part of that i'm sure because <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly you so got us <laughs> yeah no but connected it, the dots and it's definitely it right makes place. sense bro it definitely makes sense because like literally the entire world right now functions on ads and marketing dude like everything yeah. boils down to ads and marketing because it's 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 very convenient uh as a seller like as as someone who's putting out a product it's very convenient for you because of how um like you know specific you can market this stuff to people and that's that's one great thing which uh, we have the option to do right now yeah yes. and like because you can completely filter out to such a narrow like you know crowd where specifically these people will be the ones who will receive your uh product and it makes sense because you obviously can't fucking push a metal song to someone who listens to pop and shit they're not going to give two shits about it like that's how <laughs> awesome marketing has like you know evolved now because all these social media ads and stuff you can like specifically target people who you getting your way getting your head around how the ad manager works is it's a pretty big task yeah, definitely definitely yeah because it's uh, like as as simple as it seems it's like you know it's very easy to fuck up as well because if you don't exactly know what you're doing you can, you're going to spend a couple thousand bucks and you're going to be out and Clueless. you have <laughs> like like you'll have numbers popping up in your uh, ad ad manager saying okay it's reached this many people it's had this many interactions and all but it has barely made any effect on where you want that ad to like you know impact so exactly again like, yeah again coming back to like you know uh, the previous point which i made ki that's that's why you have uh, marketing agencies and pr firms and stuff who like you know they have like a better idea on who exactly to push it to and stuff and Uh, Swami I'll just cut you for a second. Yeah yeah bro. There's just one quote that I remembered since you mentioned about marketing agencies uh-huh. I would love to know your thoughts on the the quote as well. 
it's by okay. a, a very great marketer his name is russell brunson um, mm-hmm. some book of his he says outsourcing marketing is like outsourcing sex mic drop ah <laughs> 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 so, uh, okay so in in his defense he is actually te- teaching people how to market so he wants uh, them to you know it's in his favor that they actually spend the time to learn how to do market marketing themselves but then i actually believe that if you outsource it to someone chances uh-huh. are uh, okay if you are not doing any research and you're not doing anything then obviously they are going to do it better but if mm-hmm. you if you if you yourself get your head into it and you start and i'm sure you have already done that uh, or in, are in the process of doing that with your bandmates then that in itself becomes a very a kind of a creative outlet for the music so you tend to think in those terms but i would love to know like how your approach has been so when you mentioned regarding agencies and all that's mm-hmm. uh, so i would love to know like i mean obviously outsourcing i believe i believe a lot in outsourcing Mm-hmm. and uh, i would love to know like uh, what's your thought process like please continue okay yeah that that see i actually do like you know believe like i said like it's it's like a double edged sword of you know being self sufficient and being good at it if that's the case perfect but if you're trying to be self sufficient and you don't know enough about it then what are you going to reap out of it so yes what he said uh, that that statement to a certain degree definitely it holds true because like even talking from my perspective nobody is going to speak as passionately about my music exactly other than me exactly so, i'm going to market my music to the world i am going to put across words which come from my heart because even the music has come from there so that that does justice to like you know the music and as well as like you know speaking for the music but why why i brought up uh, marketing agencies is because uh, specifically for uh, uh, metal like i'm saying all this from based on the kind of research which i have done as well like obviously i have looked into like you know uh, marketing and stuff for like stuff to do myself but other than that i have uh, spoken to people from other bands as well well known bands to get their perspective on like you know pushing for uh, drop some names bro drop some names uh i have spoken to there, there's a doom metal band called dirge uh, in bombay i have spoken like the the people in that band are uh, good friends of mine since uh, a long time and nice. uh, there's also this band called bloodkill from uh, bombay again like i i have spoken to these people because uh, from from what i have seen on how their albums have done their marketing uh, start like their their whole uh, strategies have been effective see it's not to say that like if you have this agency hired you cannot have a sure shot uh, answer ki okay if i start this campaign it is definitely going to be a success but because that's that's the risk you're taking with uh, like you know going with a pr agency even if you have like a killer sounding album or something and you go with a metal pr agency there's only so much that they can do like they can they might have like 20 different blogs under their uh, company who they'll send it across to for like album reviews or like you know uh, sharing the the album or writing putting up write ups and stuff 
and that all definitely helps the band because these these certain blogs have active viewers and readers and listeners who like you know believe in that blog that there's this uh, angry metalhead uh, guy or something like that who does uh, album reviews and stuff and people legit uh, like you know have a very high opinion on what his thoughts are because they're very brutally honest and straightforward and stuff obviously it's like you know there are going to be people who hate your stuff as well or dislike it no matter how good you think think it is so the, the unlikes are the real metric of your uh, success <laughs> absolutely dude so yeah like it's the again these these companies might have like you know these blogs which they send it out to and stuff but it all boils down to like you know how uh, people check these out and actively go back to it again like it 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 definitely matters if your music is good or not i mean you would be <laughs> the best judge of that but uh, yeah I, i do think that like you know pr agencies do help because the thing is like if you're a band or if you're a solo artist or something and you want like you know a couple of write ups from different blogs and stuff to go out it's very hard for you for your email to get noticed because again there even these blogs where you're reaching out to they're all media agencies they're going to have a shit ton of spam coming in every single day and they're only going to look out for things they're they're going to be specifically on the lookout for specific things so they might have like you know if if i'm like writing for metal hammer or metal injection or something these these people might have like say some 15 odd pr agencies who they receive uh, like you know press kits from and they're going to go into their mail and for that day they're going to just look for those specific names to see if like you know something has come in from them if not they're just going to ignore everything else so it's very hard to get noticed as a new band to like you know uh, get your music out there and ha- have people hear it because again like a lot of things work on algorithms a lot of things work on uh, how how well like you know you market it again coming back to this like you know you put out a good campaign and if it's a success people will it'll reach the people you wanted to and it's it's that's probably when you call it a success but yeah man i feel they do help and this is exactly what labels do right like music labels literally take care of this like obviously if you're like a big band or something they're going to have specific uh like contracts with you as a band with like where they are well, probably on your soul <laughs> yeah i mean uh, yeah it's 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 exactly like it's on how you see it uh, if you're a big band and stuff that's there's a very good chance of that happening yeah. because you're under their uh, control ki like you know unko jaisa chahiye waisa hi you might have to like go if about they, if they want you to have nail paints then you have to have nail paints yeah they might do that <laughs> yeah because you're signing something which where, where they basically own you and the the product which you're selling so it's it's going to come down to like you know you taking that call where you find this uh under say you find this will to like okay fine i can uh put up with certain things or compromise on certain things for the greater good if you do believe in the greater good and you do know 
what the greater good is for your band but yeah there are bands like winter sun also do it they were they were with nuclear blast and they had a huge falling out with them and some issues happened and now winter sun is uh, an independent artist putting out stuff on their own and shit and it's it's a very one off case because winter sun like yari in him as himself he's like a very very strong personality when it comes to like you know his artistic vision because every single thing note by note is composed by yari and all the others are just employed by him to play the stuff which he composes so they're all essentially covering yari's songs okay that that is the kind of system which he has so someone with a strong personality like him it makes sense that it they had such a huge falling out with such a huge label like nuclear blast because uh, of like you know his unwillingness to give up that artistic integrity i mean i i wouldn't call it giving up your artistic integrity but more like uh, giving the control your, to them yeah compromising the vision yeah holding the vision basically and not coming even one step down or backwards uh, from to that. from that yeah so you have that per- perfect picture in your mind and you're not going to compromise even for a second of the song for that or any aspect of the band for that exactly so yeah man i like pr agencies obviously it's not going to be that kind of a deal because they're going to market exactly what you tell them to and if you it's a you it's obviously Yeah, it's obviously on you to pick the right agency because you can't just pick uh, any any Tom, Dick, and Harry to fucking market a metal album because you need a metalhead to uh, know what exactly you're talking about. Like he, it needs to be. It's like it's like sending in your song to a uh, to a to a dubstep producer and being like, okay, produce our song. It's like that. Like they need to understand where you're coming from to like you know do this. So. I did look into a lot of uh, these uh, PR agencies which people have worked on uh, worked with and even this guy uh, I, I do you guys know this guy Abbas Razvi from Godless yeah yes, yeah the bassist yeah he also he also has his uh, PR agency because like he he has a lot of uh, international contacts as well because of which he is able to like you know uh, do this because secure the gigs and everything yeah people uh, like you know listen to him when he sends in an email they'll be like okay that's abbas or if they send him if he sends like a dm or something people are going to open it and be like okay yeah he's a friend so he's milking that to like you know push bands forward and send across music where it's relevant and that's a good thing like it's it's like you're outsourcing him for his contacts because he knows like you know people from psychoptic and all of these bands abroad and he is he's good friends with them so he has a lot of contacts which can be beneficial for your band as well that's that's the way i see it it's like it's like you're uh, hiring this person to use his contacts because it would be beneficial to your music that is a perfect perfect strategy to employ yes yeah, so awesome man so you you basically need to know like like obviously research is an absolute must like you need to know the ins and outs of everything like you even need to understand what exactly they're doing to like you know push your music because you can't just be like okay here's my album here's here here is my press kit just do your thing that's right. obviously not going to work like you also need to know the ins 
complete ins and outs of what exactly they're doing because you're paying someone x amount of money for them to push your album and you need to make sure that it's like you know done right done correctly and the way you wanted to exactly. so you're not entirely in the dark as well about it uh, so i i wouldn't entirely uh, like you know agree with that particular statement which uh, yeah, so for instance <laughs> like no yeah I, i i completely understand where it's coming from because like i said like nobody knows your music as much as you do and nobody is going to speak about it as passionately as you are going to do so in that sense it does make sense but uh, yeah it's it's also not entirely something which i resonate with Mm-hmm. but i think like uh, you're following his philosophy only in a way because i think when he's saying that statement he is more or less referring to the the kind of people who will just give give up the control and not worry about um ju- who wanted to have a solution uh, for their marketing <laughs> and they don't really want to be don't want to get their hands dirty in you know doing the research or getting to know who will be the ultimate person who is going to listen to the song so uh, right okay Yeah so I think he is with that statement he is attacking other kind of people who are totally you know against all of that but I think you are pretty much uh, you you are controlling who you are going to contact for your marketing and all so Absolutely So you're not outsourcing uh, you're not you're not uh, outsourcing sex <laughs> I, 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 I am doing it <laughs> you you are spanking that as you yeah. very well <laughs> Yes so for like a bank when they start out it would be great if they understand every like functionality of how the marketing is working and if they themselves at the beginning understand what audience to target and who would like their music when they start out with that that would like add uh, a lot of knowledge to them and that would make them understand a lot about the process and then later on uh, every band and every uh, person needs networking and needs like a extensions to convey their ideas and to convey their products and at that point it would be great if you could find some pr agencies and some through some people you push your products and you push your music and push everything to the masses so that is also one, one way which i think would so certainly work out definitely yeah as long as you know the why of things like why is something being done the way it is being done then you can easily outsource it because you can only do so many things in a day by yourself you exactly we all have to <laughs> go to the fucking office and uh, put in you only have 24 and, hours <laughs> you only have 24 hours and you cannot uh, and you also have to watch tv <laughs> <laughs> so it's a good idea to but you should definitely know what what that pr uh, agency or that person is mm. going to do for you only for then sure. only then you can uh, really outsource it otherwise you're just aiming in the dark but awesome exactly. i'm so happy to hear i mean i never imagined that uh, i would be hearing such uh, marketing related, related uh, terms and stuff from swami but i'm pleasantly surprised and i'm very happy <laughs> that uh, you are embracing all of that and actually uh, taking action with that knowledge so that is exactly. because awesome. people are neglecting it a lot of a lot of people neglected nowadays like they just think that you just need to make excellent music and your job is done that just doesn't come in control that in 2021 it's not possible not possible exactly. at all <laughs> exactly so awesome. if you want people to listen to it then you have to like make certain other efforts as well yeah, yeah so you, that's what you i need to want. get you need to earn the attention of the people exactly and awesome. that's a great skill to have <laughs> yeah it is 
<laughs> so me and rahul are into sales only so very <laughs> well need to have that skill <laughs> it's about survival at this point but <laughs> exactly nice so yeah so <laughs> let's not get into that but uh, swami uh, let's uh, wrap this up for now but uh, there's so much to talk about and i think this cannot be just one uh, one night stand this has to be more episodes <laughs> in the future yeah, definitely bro this is and hopefully we'll have your band members as well if someone is like uh, i believe every each one of them live in pune is, is that correct yeah uh, all of them live in pune but the vocalist is from shilaguri okay right. okay okay So, so in the future yeah, the members who are in pune and uh, they, you probably you can have them at the same place and uh, we can have the vocalist uh, pritam uh, join us connected uh, to yeah connected online and or we'll figure something out but uh, point being like we should definitely do continue on uh, these discussions next time and absolutely bro there's so much to learn from you because you are in the field and you're you're taking the charge and you are going and killing the enemy and getting the so killing the king and getting the, the results <laughs> <laughs> brilliant stuff man brilliant stuff i'm super pumped to see what uh, what you guys do in the in future in recent future and all and looking forward to your shows and hopefully we'll uh, see a lot of uh, kill the king music coming up and um, that is wow there's there's so much and hopefully more workouts for me <laughs> oh, yeah. awesome man awesome uh, so rahul you want to ask anything or says anything to swami to wrap it up or uh, like any last last words swami yeah side? just a little question which like i i would just ask this for the listeners because a lot of people who would be listening to this so they like look up to you as a musician and what you conveyed through this podcast uh, podcast is very like very concrete and it's something which a lot of musicians aspire to do and are willing to and it's sometimes they do not know uh, like what steps to take and where to start at so any two or three tips which you have in mind which you would uh, like to get give to a budding musician or an individual uh yeah bro just start doing it that was that was just be, do it the, yeah i mean it's it, it's probably too cliche or too simple the way i put it but a lot of times like i'm speaking up from my experience like the idea of killer king has been there since 5 years but all the songs have literally been written in the past one year and thank i i thank the lockdown i guess for that because <laughs> i've literally written the entire album during this not even one year like since december november december i started and i have completed the album now and it's it's just a matter of just sitting and starting like you tend to get into the zone and it starts to snowball and that helps you just go on with the process because till you don't take that first step it's just going to remain an idea for a long time so <laughs> and ideas are worth nothing it's the end product exactly. that matters exactly like you can have like you can you can just lay out 10 of the most simplest riffs or it doesn't have to be anything like you know that you're putting too much of a thought into you can literally play the first thing that comes to your mind and lay down 10 riffs and just record them and then keep listening to them and even by doing that you can literally like just listen to it constantly and be like okay this is going to work okay this is not going to work okay this can have this sort of a 
तो ऑल ऑफ दीज थिंग जस्ट स्टार्ट कमिंग टू यू वेन यू जस्ट स्टार्ट द प्रोसेस एंड जस्ट गेटिंग योर सेल्फ इट्स इट्स लाइक गोइंग टू टेक अ शावर डू लाइक टिल टिल the thought is there in your like fuck i feel like to go and step into the shower and shit but once you get in and once you're showering and once you're out and once you're fresh and shit you feel like okay wow i feel fresh i feel nice <laughs> kind of like because you just need to like you just need to get dip your feet and just see where it takes you dip your feet in the cold waters and then jump right yeah, in man. <laughs> seriously <laughs> awesome man that's wonderful advice and people should do that people should take more action and ideate less i exactly agree with agree with that that's that's brilliant advice and hopefully our songs also will move forward from the ideation stage and into completion with yeah. the with the inspiration and energy that you have given to us and very grateful for that very grateful for you to spend time with us here and it has been awesome uh, it has been our longest podcast till now and time passed by and we did not even realize it But, <laughs> yeah, yes. man, this is a lot of fun. Yeah, man. So, looking forward to seeing you sometime in future, and maybe uh, with your band members, and however it works out. But I, I'm sure it will be very awesome. Definitely. Wish you all the best, man. I think Rahul has uh, already ventured outside. <laughs> We can hear the air and wind and all. No, no. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm still, I'm still, I'm still at home. It's, it's just like I'm uh, walking in the living room, and uh, there, there's the fan, and when I'm walking towards it. you might hear some wind <laughs> <laughs> awesome all right guys let's uh, wrapping up it's so hard man like we struggle aap 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 jaiye pehle main jata hu aap jaiye nahi nahi aap jaiye pehle this is the toughest bye bolne se pehle koi nikalta acha ye edit out kar dega na to like i'll see if i remember i'll surely do it <laughs> all right guys so we will wrap this up and it was great having you having swami on board and it was really a wonderful podcast got to learn a lot and yeah that's it awesome man cheers awesome. swami cheers guys all good right have a, have a good evening have a great week weekend you too thank you thank awesome. you for coming good night bye <laughs>